we all want to do what's best for the patient. That is what is at the heart of what we do. Um, whether it's a paramedic or a nurse or a physician, ultimately that is our goal is to do what's best for the patient. This is the Pulse Podcast, a series of healthcare insights. You just heard from Jay Stallings, a critical care paramedic. He sat down with us at the AAEM Scientific Assembly, organized by the American Academy of Emergency Medicine, to share his perspective of the industry. He also discusses the changes he has seen firsthand over the past decade. Any tool that we have that can assist us in doing what's best for the patient is going to be of value. There are a lot of different things on the ambulance. Uh, for example, you know, we, we brought in some products to assist with decision-making related to medication administration, focusing on eliminating medication errors. Uh, that's one of the big, big keys in, for paramedics and especially for nursing related to patient care. Medication errors is, is a huge uh, impactor on patients and on cost. And um, so that's a tool that we've brought in is, you know, something that kind of takes and reduces calculations, having to do math under pressure. Um, and I can speak for, you know, from myself that, you know, I'm the worst, you know, I can solve a math problem. But if a teacher calls me and says, hey, what is two times two, I'm probably going to stress out. And right. um, yeah. And then you have someone, you know, their life is on Exactly. Line. Math under pressure is, is one of those things that I think that gets people. And so, you know, for us, that's, that's one tool specifically that we brought in to assist with the decision-making process to, to try to reduce those errors. And I think that to do what's best for the patient, uh, each and every time, um, having those resources available is, is of tremendous value. From his perspective as a critical care paramedic, next he shares the changes he has seen that have occurred over the past decade. You know, I've seen changes over the years and we started out doing paper charting, you know, and so our next um, progression from that was to doing our charting on computers, which was wonderful. Um, and we moved uh, specifically with my service, then we moved into a situation where we were able to use um, computer-aided, uh, computer-assisted dispatching, where now, rather than um, using radio communication to get dispatch information, we now get that information transmitted electronically. So we've had those types of, of changes. We still are doing some things paper, with paper. You know, I mentioned the, the, the tools that we're using now to make sure that we're reducing medication errors. That's still a book. We're actually flipping through and looking up the medication and, and using, you know, and all the calculations are there for us. But, you know, that's not currently for us. That's not um, a computer-driven tool, which would be of tremendous value. Um, you know, we all have our, our iPhones or our Androids in our pocket, you know, that we can pull out and, and access some of those things. Um, I've got protocols for our service that, you know, I do access uh, via my phone. It's a, just a PDF document, nothing that was specifically created as a tool or a resource to drive, you know, that information um, and make it easily accessible. You know, I still flip through the pages of a PDF document. Now it's hyperlinked, and so I can kind of... Um, access some of that information a little bit more quickly. But I think tools like that in the pre-hospital environment, you know, if we could integrate technology and make easier access, whether it's app-driven or, or what, 
Um, I think there would definitely be value in that. Um, I, you know, we see a lot of that uh, happening pretty much in every industry now. Um, every and, industry, but healthcare. <laughs> you know, I think that healthcare, amazingly, you have some of the most brilliant people in the world working in this industry. Um, it does seem like in some areas that we lag behind in, in technology and, and what's the driving force behind that. It's hard to say um, whether it's purely financial or uh, there just hasn't been, you know, a significant drive for it or companies stepping up to take over that responsibility. I don't know exactly what the, the answer behind that is, but I think that's definitely something that we are lacking. Uh, and I think that that could help uh, all areas of healthcare, you know, from, Again, specifically, we were talking about emergency medicine or, or a physician on the floor or a nurse or, you know, taking it even out into the pre-hospital world. Um, I do think there is probably some some technology out there that exists. I know that we're not using it yet, um, but there's probably a, a pretty good demand for that. Thanks for listening to the Pulse podcast. For more thoughtful insights from healthcare trailblazers, visit www.evidence.care slash pulse. Thanks.